listening to the Festival of the Mind podcast from the University of Sheffield. In this episode, writer Joe Skelton and producer Hannah Gorea present The Broken Crab, an audio drama set in the near future where an athlete enhanced using tissue engineering struggles to own her own body again. This work was inspired by Dr Sam Pashnetala's research in tissue engineering and explores the ethical issues associated with redesigning the human body. Broken Crab. Written and directed by Joe Skelton. Produced by Hannah Garaya. Inspired by the research of Dr. Sam Ashnatala. there, love. How many? Five, four, one. Finito. Stop dancing. (laughs) Drink? Go ahead. Want to know your stats? Uploaded. Um, yep. Your fans and sponsors are happy. You have a green light to enjoy your evening. Okay. No. How dare you turn my treadmill off? You're done. I'm nervous. I need to move. You don't need to be nervous. He'll be here in a minute. So? It's Dom Humphreys. It's one drink. And in three hours? Sure, in three hours. In three hours, I own my own legs. Yeah. So, of course. You'd be nervous. Yeah. Beer? Maybe later. You scare me sometimes. You say that too much. You do. Wife with legs like a kangaroo. It's not that. I could disembowel you. Yeah, you've got no claws. <laughs> Just huge kangaroo legs. I could kick Dom Humphrey's head off like a coconut. I could punt it into the English Channel. Imagine. Dom Humphrey's skull floating in the Gulf Stream up to Iceland where I get caught in the fishing net of an old Inuit to scrub it up and put it on his mantelpiece. Here is the great Dom Humphreys. Miracle worker, master of muscle and bone. Now a candle holder. (laughs) Thanks for making dinner. I like it when you're all flowery. I'll get used to it. Now we grow old and lazy and wrinkly. It starts with me making Yorkshire puddings. It ends with us both lying as drunken, bloated blobs on the coast of Malaga. What do you say? You know what happens now. Steak. The finest a lab can grow. Little new potatoes. Now the war begins. And onion gravy. You're right. Tomorrow the war begins. I think tomorrow we should go for a spa day. Take our poisoned, swollen bodies and... Just sit in a hot room and let the last 20 years of pestilential corporate grime sweat off us. Tonight we lay the trap. I think what you need is bubbles. Soothing bubbles caressing you all over. I just need to get him talking about Moscow. And you can be a bit naughty in the jacuzzi and position yourself over the jet so they ripple over your asshole. Get a couple of drinks down him. He'll say it. I mean, he said it before. Kim. Technology wasn't ready before Moscow. They hadn't run it through the right tests. They were breaking human rights law. They were breaking the Johannesburg Agreement. I mean, it's there in writing. You can't record him. He'll have security. I've got an app. (sighs) Anyway, have a shower. He'll be here in a minute. I did. 
I downloaded an app. My cousin told me how. And it's very clever. You're doing that face. It essentially mimics the code of a government camera. We're going to prison. I'm not the one going to prison. Oh, shit. Thereby bypassing his firewall, I take the conversation and tomorrow... Kim, please. We start our war. I'd say it's more than nerves. It's fury. I'm like a bear tied to a pole, like a shark in a net, like a, a cheetah in a shoebox. No, it's out and out for you. Well, speak for yourself, Jez. Look, I'm not surprised. You know what you're risking. They'll slice you up. It's impossible. They've done it before. Tomorrow, I'm protected by international law. They don't give a shit. They're not above the law. Look, do you not even want one day, one day at the spa? Take 24 hours. Why not? And whilst you're lying there in the bubbles and steam, you might think, it's not so bad, this. I don't need to save the world. What was the technology originally designed to do? Make money. It was a medical revolution. <laughs> really? I missed that bit. I'm meeting Chike at 10 a.m. tomorrow. And who's Chike? Journalist. Oh, sure. I've got to act quick. If Nepa... On your first morning out of contract? If Nepa find out, they'll launch their smear campaign by the end of the week. I don't believe you. 10 a.m. Where? TBC. I've been monitoring you for 20 years. Hey, your heart, your breathing, your smiles, your sleepless nights. I've got the data, and the data says this is another of your ideas that never pans out. That you're nervous. And your favorite way of dispelling nerves is to act. Very natural. So that's what you're doing. You're running. Running towards something. And your body's breaking, and you're... You're still running, and your friends are leaving you, and your husband is pissed off, and you're still running. And I guess it's what we made you to do. Or we go on a spa day? I haven't decided. TBC. What were my stats? Not telling you. I'm not your coach now. I'm just your husband. Fuck Nepper. Fuck Nepper. I'm not a workhorse. You're not a workhorse. Or a dog. On a lead. I'm a wolf. You're a jackal. Wolf. Free wolf. In three hours. Congrats. Congrats to you. Are you leaning in for a kiss? What if I am? Jez, um... Is that Dom? Probably. He's never early. Look on your lenses. Oh, crap. What? Robbie. Robbie? Yeah. I told Robbie he could come round. Why? Well, he's got his heart set on it. Why? He's just coming round to pick up some kit. Why? And there was a laundry mix-up. A laundry mix-up? Yeah, sort of accidentally on purpose. And you said he could come by, might meet some interesting people, might meet one of the richest men in Europe. I said he could come round at some point this evening. Not tonight. What have you got against Robbie? Well, nothing, it's just an extra element I don't need. You know, everything has to go just how I want it. One thing flowing into another. Okay. So tell him. All right. Now? Okay, I'm going to. Well? Okay! So go! I don't like it when you give me orders. Well, they're not your legs. Well, they're not yours either. Now, Jez. Jez! Just say to pick up some kit. He's not here yet. Ah, okay. Listen, Robbie. Kim, we beat Merseyside 2119. What an event. I could feel some stiffness in my wheels towards the end of the first half, and then, just as I was blocking goal, what happens? Bearing in my axle. Crunk. Like gravel. <laughs> like I had square wheels. Couldn't move. <laughs> had to borrow one of the spares. What a piece of shite. But did I grumble? That's great, Robbie. Listen to Jez now. We came back like panthers. I duck, I dive, I 
<laughs> it's not a good time, actually, Robbie, mate. It was stupid of me suggesting you come round tonight, because this is actually quite an important night. And, well, I think it would be good if you left pretty quick. Out the back door, yeah? I promise. I'll introduce you to Dom some other time. I hear you. I thought you said he's never early. He's not. Go on, Robbie. Go out the back. You know the way. Oh, you're actually serious? Yeah, we're serious, mate. Come on. Okay. Is it wheelchair friendly? Robbie, now. See you tomorrow, then. Sorry, mate. Okay, here we go. You okay? Jez, I'm terrified. I'm going to open the door. Okay. Kim! Celia! Congratulations! What a day! God, it's stuffy. I feel like I'm being sat on by an enormous sweaty man. Can we crack a window? I was working out. You never stop. I want to raise a glass. I feel I should be raising a glass. Jez? Sure, what do you... Coffee, black. Thanks, Jez. Lovely to see you. Dom? Oh, Kim, his hand. It's agony. Nothing they can't sort out, but it's giving him grief. And so he sent me to play the dignitary. <laughs> of course, he was mortified he couldn't be here. He loves you like a daughter. She is his creation. <laughs> I suppose so. Wine, please, Jez. Do you want to sit down, Celia? I remember sitting on Daddy's knee at the 64 Games. Suzanne Duval was leading the whole race, and then you came from the back like an electrocuted cheetah on roller skates. There was a look on your face I'll never forget. Animal. You chased her down like a wildebeest. <laughs> she was a bit of a wildebeest in those days. I was half surprised you didn't rip a chunk out of her bottom. Well, Suzanne just overcooked it, I think. It was a moment of legend. I remember coming up behind her. Mm, tell me. <laughs> well, in other races, it was like she, she had a force field around her. Like a bubble getting past her was like breaking the sound barrier. She'd been unbeaten for two years. The world was running with you for those last hundred metres. They were. It was mythic. Godlike. You, you were like an arrow. She just slowed down. In the end, it was too easy. She had nothing left. The aura fades. Gods replace gods. We move on. Amazing. Well, I spilled Coca-Cola all down my front. Everyone was on their feet. It was a long time ago. I was sticky all day. Oh, sticky stuff. And tomorrow they're yours. And tomorrow they're mine. Glass of red and coffee. And from such tragic beginnings. I was only five years old when the accident happened. Hmm. Tell me about it. I'm sure you know. But I've never heard it from you. Well, there's not much to tell. Oh, I'm recording, by the way. We need to tweet something. The hero's story. I suppose it started with Jez, really. Nerve repair. I'd prefer it if Kim... Well, Jez had some nerve repair in his foot. It was Nepper in the early days, but it, it never really worked properly. The foot used to spasm uncontrollably. We called it the demon foot. <laughs> How apt. Kim? Well, we thought we had the nerve fixed, and then we were at my parents' place in the Peak District, this lovely farmhouse outside of Sheffield. I was 19. I was sorting some stuff out in the garage, and Jez wanted to back the car in. I signalled to Jez to stop, but he saw me, but... Down goes the demon foot. Squashed me like a tube of toothpaste. I say we got lucky. The car didn't touch my hips. Lucky. Nepa worked miracles. I consider myself blessed. And you weren't interested in the bog-standard replacement? Well, they knew I was an athlete. I always want the best. And Jez had connections, so he put me forward. Yeah. Nepa were trying to break into athletics. And you would be the arrow in the bow. The best decision I ever made. <laughs> That'll do. There are whisperings of a feature film, you know. Yeah, well, there have been for a while. Not interested. I want to be in control of my story. Okay, I'm just going to come out and say this. You know, Kim, I was pleased to get a chance to come and visit you today. I, I, I see it as an opportunity, as well as a courtesy, for, for both of us. As you know, 
I'm heading up the marketing team in the autumn, and we want to push a big promo on British-made bioprints. Obviously, I know Daddy's got a business head, but he's going a little mad on the research and development line, if you ask me. I'd say this new gills thing is bordering on the obsessive. Anyway, the money is where it always has been, with the customer. And where do the customer's eyes go? To you, chasing down Suzanne Duval in 64. To you, breaking world records, 65, 68. To these sexy bioprinted legs and this sexy face, sport. Have you seen the latest ad campaign from Viking? Mickey Pierce, world-leading neural integration. Just because he's got a good jaw. He's a wife beater, you know. It's a joke. They're the company you go to to replace grandpa's hip, not to make a warrior queen. So we're forming our counterattack. I'm forming our counterattack. And you, Kim, are going to be our figurehead. British engineering. We were here from the beginning. Reliable. It's in Kim McBride, and it's still going of 45. 39. 39, and still going strong. 20 years on. We need to mark our ground. Luxury and quality. You want to make up for last summer. Ali Kamara was inevitable. Daddy just can't see it. That happened to Kim, too. Moscow, yeah, obviously tragic. But Ali's still in physio. He had to have a whole new leg. There was nothing we could do. Yeah, I've seen Ali, yeah. He's a trooper. So, Kim, how about a new era? We don't need money. Nice, though, isn't it? Well, we live pretty simply. What about your... Uh community project, the Kim... The McBride Centre. Love it. Your new sports track. You, you spoke to Dan. Yeah, we've been emailing. He told me you want to buy some old block of flats? It was built over an old running track. and Now it's come down, it would be like returning it to its original... Beautiful. It is. Wow. But let's be realistic. Let, let's think how this story ends. It's not with Kim McBride going crusty and becoming some... PE teacher training kids for little tournaments and looking at their fungal infections. You're Nepper, Kim. And that means you're part of our family. Have this thing on the side, but remember where your home is. You don't want to go out into the rain. You want your running track? You've got it. We help each other. Stay where it's warm. So tell me, is it a yes or is it a yes? Oh my god. Shit. What happened? It's fine. You just crushed that glass. You're bleeding. No, it's the wine. No, no, you are. Jez, get some kitchen towel or something. I think we should have a real drink. Celia? What did you have in mind? Vodka? Jez, would you? It's in the fridge. Sure. Why not? I didn't think you drank. Can you tell? Hardly touched a drink in 20 years. Apart from... Moscow. I developed a taste. Painful memories. I don't like to hide from things. Moscow is the most difficult period of my life. I like to drink my demons down. Me too. I don't suppose you're aware of much of the Moscow stuff? Bits and bobs. Daddy would often vent in the car. You'd pick up on things. They were exciting times. With a few bad calls. I'd bet you'd kick a few heads off if you could. I knew what I was signing up for. I'm going to check on the uh, kitchen. They took the decisions. I ran the race. And that didn't frustrate you? They did their job and they did it well. Would you do things differently? <laughs> what do you want me to say? Well, you've asked me to stay in the family. I'm just wondering what kind of family it's going to be. The way I see it, Nepa has to evolve, shed a skin, emerge as a shiny new snake. Sure. Is that me? You're whoever you want to be. I want to know your thoughts, your plans, your vision. I mean, come on, Dom's hand broke for a reason. If we're going to do this together... I told you. Luxury and quality. What about Moscow? Oh, well, that was hardly quality. You said it. What about Ali Kamara? The thing is, 
When Ali hit the deck, our views tripled. It's not straightforward. It's blood. If there hadn't been any blood, I don't think people would have been so obsessed. People go crazy for it. It was the same with Moscow. No blood in Moscow. Ah, but you beat up your face. Faces do the same thing. That broken jaw. It's you, but it's not you. Strangely fascinating. That's the word. Woman sent me a drawing of myself with a fat lip and a swollen jaw. Like a beautiful pencil sketch. I've still got it somewhere. People like drama. They like to see people break records and they like to see people break. Same way it's always been. Absolutely. I have no regrets, you know, Celia. None. I like that about you. To Moscow. <laughs> if you want. I don't know, Kim. I'd say they screwed you over, if I'm honest. Yeah? Now, now, can't be naughty. So what's Kim McBride doing with her first day of freedom in 20 years? I don't know. I, I think we're going to have a spa day. <laughs> I love it. Well, that's about as much planning as we've done. I heard you were meeting Abdullah Chike for an interview. We were going to talk to him about the McBride Centre, me and Jez. I don't think we even confirmed it. <laughs> You're really throwing everything you've got at that place. Well, where would I be without help, coaching, inspiration? New legs. Obviously. Jesus Christ. Hi. There's a crippled boy in your house. Oh. Yeah. That's Robbie. Robbie. Robbie, is it? Yeah. Hi. Sorry about the glass. No problem. We're keeping Jez busy with a dustpan and brush. And you're Celia Humphreys. There was a laundry mix-up. Robbie's one of our stars from the McBride Centre. And does he live in your cellar? I was round earlier, see, to pick up some kit. Basically, there'd been a nightmare with washing and uh, some of our kit had gone in with the girl stuff, so I came round to fish our ones out. But then we got to chatting and I left without the kit. What a numpty. <laughs> uh, we got a game tomorrow afternoon, see, so it's important. Mm, very important. <laughs> Classic. Well, this happens all the time. So go on, Robbie. It's just there. Cheers. <laughs> So, Kim, I want the first ad to be you running across all seven continents. A kind of mythic pilgrimage. I can't wait to get you in that wind tunnel and see your hair flowing. Maybe you should get someone younger. You're the mother of this industry. I'm not the mother of anybody. You're the mother of millions. Anyway, Viking have gone for the hot young guy with Mickey Pierce. Mickey Pierce. <laughs> Pathetic. He's their only good player and apparently he hits his wife. That's not what they gave him those arms for, is it? Jesus Christ, Viking are desperate. I know they're making some models cheaper and faster than you, but if you ask me, I want something reliable. Nepa were there in the beginning, and that counts for something. Class, isn't it? That's why you need Kim, right? It's a hallmark. Viking athletes are tearing hamstrings all over the show. It was like fireworks at Euros, pop, pop, pop. It's embarrassing. You saw Annie Lent's humorous sticking out the side of her jersey. Nothing humorous about that. They were trying to say it was just a hard tackle, but I blame shoddy technology. You found what you need, Robbie. Uh, they're all a bit scrambled. <laughs> I've only got five shots. You got any more laundry bags, Jess? The rest are at the centre. I'll just go through these again then to make sure. Well, don't take all day. God, I think there's some of the juniors in here as well, you know. Look at these things. You know what this reminds me of? God save our gracious queen. What? Long live our noble queen. Fun. Oh my God, Celia, I nearly died. It was at the McBride Centre, or as we call it, the Bridal Suite. A few of the guys used to get high after practice. Not me, you understand. I'm all about the marginal gains. But Kim decided she'd teach us all a lesson by hiding in a kit bag like this one. It was national trials coming up, see. Then when we were sparked up, she starts to sing from the back. God save our gracious queen. 
absolutely bloody terrifying. <laughs> Don't know how long she'd been hiding in the bag. <laughs> but you see, that was commitment. That is a coach, ladies and gentlemen. One thing about Kim, she'll always surprise you. She's cunning. Kids these days don't learn unless you shock them, I swear. Okay, well, you've got what you need, Robbie, so... Send her victorious! <laughs> Celia, it was hilarious. Cunning. Would you say that's the defining feature of Kim McBride? Defining feature? Nah, it's not cunning, it's ambition. Ah. Are you ambitious, Robbie? I don't think I've had the chance to be ambitious yet. Well, are you motivated by fear or desire? I think you should be off now, Robbie. No, no, this is our consumer, Kim. I bet all sorts of adverts pop up in your lenses, Robbie, don't they? I want to know what you think. Fear or desire? They took my legs when I was 13. Car accident. I had compartment syndrome, which then turned to gangrene. They thought they could save one of my legs, but ended up taking both. So, there's not much that scares me anymore. Desire, then? Absolutely. And what took you to the McBride Centre? I'd always watch Kim on the telly. She was a bit of a hero. I was pretty low for a while, so I didn't want to show my face, even though I knew she'd started up a project. Anyway, one day my dad just dragged me there. I remember Robbie coming in. He says he was low, but there was something in his face. Like a poison, I knew he could flush out of himself if he moved. Something he could sweat out. He made captain the next year. Three years later, they won the under-16s for England. Thank God there's places like the McBride Centre. Right. You can't help but want more, though. I don't know. Like what? Like prosthetics? Prosthetics? I've been on the waiting list for three years. It'll mean I can... Walk into work rather than roll, right? Brilliant. I work in a call centre. Maybe if I get plastic legs, I can limp around the packing floor. You could run again. Maybe I'll run a six-minute mile. Big deal. You know, you really should speak to Dan in community support. I should give you his email. You could. He works wonders, doesn't he, Jez? I don't know. He's ignored most of my emails. Oh, he's a busy man. I was hoping you might put me in touch with Dom. Oh, no, no, you mean Dan. Oh, Dom. Okay, let's have a look at this kit, shall we? Looks like you got them all. Yep, must be at the centre. Pick them up tomorrow. Thanks for popping in, but I think we'll just be having a nice last drink and calling it a night. Something wrong, Kim? Come on. What? We're having a nice time, aren't we? I'm not saying we're not having a nice time. I'm just saying you came to see if there was any kit in the bag and now you've got the kit and now we're all winding down and I think you should go because me and Celia need to have a private word or two before you leave and me and Jess were hoping to have tea soon and, and, and steak and asparagus and... and, and onion gravy. And yeah. onion gravy. Right, I see. Do you? Do you see? Okay, I'll leave. Oh, hang on, Robbie. Kim, you like this kid? Of course. You want the best for him, don't you? Of course I do. And you want a contract, do you, Robbie? Well, I'm not here for shots. I tell you what, Robbie. If Kim here shakes my hand and says she'll join me for a few photo shoots, couple of videos, interviews, keeps her face with our brand, then I'll put in a word for you with Dom. I think there's a way we could spin it. Kim? People love actual cripples. They get bored with billionaires cutting their arms off every 10 years. They like authenticity. It would help if you were more attractive and a woman, but people like someone with a story. Someone whose life got spun around. Kim, you know that as much as anyone. So what do you say? No. I don't think I heard you correctly. It's a no, Celia.
Je ne comprends pas. It's a no. It's not even a thank you note. It's just a no. Not even for your boy? Your McBride Center? We'll throw in that running track as well for Jez. Robbie hasn't thought it through. Oh, good point. You do know how it works, Robbie, don't you? I mean, it's not like having a filling. We'd take everything off at the hip. You think you're up for that? You think I'm not up for that? We'd train you hard. I would hope so. Put your leg up here, Kim. Up here. This is my house. And for three more hours, those are our legs. So put them up here. I'll explain ambition to you. Obviously, we cut off any unnecessary tissue, everything. You're not ticklish, are you? Hold still. We'll have already bioprinted the legs. Cells scooped off your arse, grown, cultivated, loaded into a printer, then it's just like building out of Lego. Row by row, skin, muscle, cartilage, bone, up we go, layer by layer. All the different cells loaded into the machine. It's bizarre to hold one when it comes out of the printer, like an unconscious fish, floppy but alive, ready to start wriggling. Then we... Sew it on, Celia. You said you weren't ticklish. It's like splicing a tree. The nerves fuse together. You stick them together and then they reattach. The real miracle is nature itself. It does the hard work. Nah. If nature were so great, it would just grow back at the leg itself. Like a crab. Exactly. I think I need to check on dinner. I want to show Robbie the repairs. Is that Moscow? I believe that is Moscow. I think we're done here. I wonder about ambition. Not knowing which way it's going to go and doing it anyway. Walking along the edge of disaster. Let go. Staring fear in the eyes. Looking into the red eyes of the wolf. Jumping on desire and riding it bareback into the reign of your life. There's something called the Johannesburg Agreement, Robbie. Have you heard of it? It's, it's basically human rights. We hadn't even run this new bone through the right tests before we stuck it into Kim. It was all a race. Some calls came good, some didn't. It's not ambition you need, Robbie. It's loyalty. Obedience. What was that? Obedience. Yes, good girl. Good girl. Yes, good girl. I'm Kim McBride. Yes, and Kim McBride is a good girl. She's famous for it. She's loyal. She knows where her meals come from. We've always looked after you, Kim. This is a repair line, Robbie. They wanted to stick in a lighter femur three months before the Moscow Olympics. They trained me like a dog, and then the bone broke in half, ten metres from the finish line. It snapped like a chocolate flake. I hit the track face first, Celia, broke my jaw. I was there. Oh, yeah. Did you spill your Coke again? It wasn't Coke by then, Kim. It was champagne. You were saying Viking were embarrassing. I mean, I was a bit of a wreck after that, I tell you. Me and Jez didn't share a bed for a year because I was sweating, grinding my teeth, waking up, shouting, that kind of thing, psychotic. Got a taste for this stuff. You may be in your own home, Kim, but there are still three hours left of your contract. You think I'm scared? I think you need to be careful. I've spent the last 20 years being careful. I've tiptoed around the right people, said the right things, nodded along. But I don't need to be careful around you, because I'm Kim McBride, yeah? I'm not going to nod along to a ratty little princess with one too many silver spoons up her ass. Oh, dear. You didn't even want to sleep on it. Going to ring your dad, are you? It crossed my mind. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Ring him. You've got three hours to draw up some kind of tenuous allegation, so be my guest. But know this, Celia, I may be a dog on a chain, but you, you're just a baby. And you've said some pretty stupid stuff tonight, Celia. So maybe it's you who has to be careful. So I go home now. Uh, Kim. 
And now you've made us burn our dinner! Everybody, get out now! But you take this vodka and go home. Raise a glass to your miserable, soulless life while you massage Daddy's new hand. Go! You're in over your head. Okay, my... I've always thought of you a bit like a sister. Moscow was horrible. I felt it in my chest, right here. But let's not dig up old bodies, old secrets. We're all in over our heads, like Jez here. I know you found loopholes in the Moscow contract, Kim. Loopholes which could have got you out of the repairs, and Jez talked you into it. Because the whole thing was his idea. Jez's project. We knew it could break you, but Jez wanted that gold. What? We kept that one a secret to protect your marriage. You parasite. You disagreeing, Jez? Get out. <laughs> Defensive. You don't scare me, Celia. You don't have anything on me. Do your worst. I don't need to do anything. You're already finished. Kim... We've been watching over your life this whole time. I wouldn't question it if I were you. Don't go digging. Don't go digging. Old bodies. Like knocking down a little boy in Nicaragua and then buying his parents an estate to keep it all hush-hush. Like those kind of old bodies. Little boy in the mud and you too coked up to even remember your own name, but you remembered how to ring home. That's the only card you've got to play, Celia. It won't work here. You're like a rat, Kim. You just keep going. Well, don't say I didn't try. Enjoy the gutter, Kim. Him. No, Jess. Ah, shit! Get out! That didn't go well for anyone. Go! Kim. <sighs> like a pack of dogs. Laundry mix-up. <laughs> I wonder if... This will give him a surprise. <laughs> ah, easy. Pack of dogs. <laughs> this. You're amazing. Do you realise what you just did? You just told Celia Humphreys to screw herself. Ketchup. Kim, I, I've always... I never wanted to hurt you. Mm-hmm. Everyone was doing it. Not to their wives. I didn't even know who I was in those days. I can't remember that person. Do you know who you are now? Don't think I know who I am. I know I'm hungry. We were all pumped up on something. I don't know. And I know this doesn't taste good. You've lost your magic, Jez. And we weren't exactly in the pink cloud at that point. No. We weren't. But that's it, right? You knew I wasn't okay. 
Dom at least complete some kind of ignorance. I mean, he probably guessed how close I was to the edge, but at least he wasn't sharing a bed with me. I mean, there's a difference, isn't there? The ketchup makes no odds. Still disgusting. You know what the answer is? More ketchup. Delicious. I thought if we printed in April, we'd have enough time for the bone and muscles to strengthen. It was a new design, but the technology was there. It wasn't really, was it, though? It worked for the French team. This is like dragon food. My dragon. We were on the edge of what was possible. That was the deal, Kim. You would... Oh, uh, say it. Yes, please. The guinea pig. Squeak, squeak. Look, you wanted it more than anyone. I love guinea pigs. Cute. Maybe I can move to Guinea. I can move to the rainforest, the one they've left alone. Head deep into the jungle. Find a village where my services might be required. They might want messages carrying to other tribes. Or maybe I could chase down warthogs by following them for days. Must be some use for these things. People would get to know me. The woman with the legs from God, see my scars. Wander at a world where they sew people back together. <laughs> They'd call me the Jaguar and I'd work hard for my meals and be loved by everyone. I'd never take a husband. She'd create an air of mystery around me. I'd experiment with being touched by women, but never by men. <laughs> I'd sit under an old tree and tell stories to the children. Would laugh at my accent, but also listen attentively, because I whispered of worlds that dazzled the imagination. All my stories would come with a warning, that if you leave the village and seek this world, you may never come back. You may become so drunk, the path home is lost forever. probably won't do that. I'll probably stay here, grow old, lose my memory, drink, spend money. I want to grow old with you, Kim. I fell on my face in front of half a billion people. We had to gamble. Actually, there was this strange relief when it went. You have a lot of thoughts in those moments of pure adrenaline. And I was falling towards the ground. I had a thought. I remember it. It was a perfect, rational, crystalline thought that said, well, at least you don't have to train tomorrow. Funny that, isn't it? Because it was the training, see? It was training knowing that I was a, a technology. A technology that was at the edge of what it could do. That it might break at any second. That my nerves were interlaced with that technology. It's pain was my pain and there was no way out. You could have retired. They would have taken back my legs. I'm not sure. It was in my contract. You could have campaigned. My mind was in shreds. Yeah. Like confetti. Yeah. So, did you use your app? Piss off. Because she said exactly what you wanted her to say. I mean, about the Johannesburg Agreement. Now you can start your war. I think I'll take the advert deal. I'm Nepa property. Always have been. Not after 12. She was always fighting a much bigger battle. She knew I was, I was going to meet Chike tomorrow. She's got nothing on you. I think she knows about the Peak District. No one knows about the Peak District. You heard her. Don't dig up old bodies, she suspects. Let us suspect. We're clean. But we're not, are we? I wanted to be a hero. Yeah, well. We're not clean. It will be after a spa day. Moscow, we were high and rich and hated each other. Peak District, we were young and poor and in love, 19. I mean, those days, we were too clean. 
makes sense. You squish me against the garage wall. You've got to wake up to life sooner or later. Get your hands dirty. But you know what? I've never understood. I've never understood why you were up for it. I mean, you could have coached any athlete. Why me? Why risk what we risked? I was just so in love with you. I would have done anything. Strange. That doesn't work for me today. Look, you wanted it more than anything. Well, that's why I did it! I know why I did it. Because I've been training my whole life. Everyone I knew telling me I was special, that I could do whatever I wanted, that their hopes were with me. And I'd train and train. And even when I won, no one was interested in birth bodies anyway. I know why I did it. Because in order to be the thing I already believed I was, in order for my idea of myself to match what I actually was, I needed to be more than human. And to do that, I needed to surrender everything, to risk everything. But you, I don't understand. Well, you were so, so full of dreams. You wanted to make my dreams come true. That's so sweet. So you crushed my legs. Look, we're not having this conversation, right? We're past it. We are, aren't we? Look, we were young. We were idiots. We were so naive and hungry for medals, we would have sold our own mothers. Oh, that's so exciting, that criminal energy. Do you miss them? It's like meat, isn't it? I don't know why we should be emotionally attached to a piece of rented meat, but my mum created them, and they were mine, given to me. I grew them and trained them, and, and then, then you came along, and the next thing I know, I'm looking down at half an abattoir, half a corpse, like I've been semi-butchered. You begged me to do it. I did, didn't I? I mean, look at me. I'm like Athena. I'm Brenna the Celtic goddess. Stop with the treadmill. Kim, you begged me to do it. You set it all up. You even got the morphine, for God's sake. I was happy. I didn't want to be tied up in some scam that would haunt me for the rest of my life. Stop running! It was my choice, and I've seen it through, and I'm seeing it through, because it doesn't end in two hours, does it? Celia made that very clear. I'm Nepa, always will be, and I'm going to take the contract. To Kim McBride! I think, I think we need some time apart. I'm going to go to a hotel or something because this flat makes me ill. And then we'll bride centre. What a vanity project. I think we were just trying to wash away our sins. Kim, I... I we can... Uh, let's get rid of the treadmill, huh? Let's clear up. What a takeaway. You know, I'll clear up this kit. Christ, what's in here? <laughs> God save our gracious queen. Long live our noble queen. God save our queen. Send a victorious... Happy and glorious, long to reign over us. God save our queen. I think we need to talk. So let me recap, because I just took in a lot of information. So this tragic accident Jez, the coach and lover, drives a car into his GF's legs, shattering everything from the hips down with some elaborate and excellently executed scam. Very nice. Kim, you're a genius, as well as a nutjob robotic Spartan warrior chieftain. And Jez, you're a spineless romantic. I'm so impressed. <laughs> it's gold, it's desperate. But it worked, didn't it? <laughs> Does the world ever strike you as unfair that some people just transfer some money and the whole operation goes ahead without a hiccup? 
and then the likes of you have to crush your own legs with a car against the garage wall. I mean, wow. But it does make it more exciting, eh? And I know you love a challenge, Kim. Like I said, ambitious. Ah, this has been a good evening. You know, I don't usually, but I think I might like a beer. Fuck off. Get the beer. What? Get it. I don't like it when you give me orders. Fine. God, that's good. Got another. <sighs> Refreshing. Do you know the Christian stories, Kim? No. The Christian stories, like stories of Jesus and that. <laughs> Got to be kidding me. I was raised Christian, see? Uh, my mum's really into it. People say it's a working class thing and they're probably right. But there's some belter stories in there, I tell you. There's this one story where a man comes to Jesus hoping for a bit of his special sauce. He had the palsy, paralysed. But when he got to the house Jesus was in, there was this massive crowd. Couldn't get near the guy. Proper fandom, innit? So anyway, this guy's pals, the palsy pals, who were carrying him there in a stretcher, they have the cute idea of climbing up, up, up onto the roof with the crippled guy and they cut a hole. And this is just some random geezer's house. They cut a hole and you can imagine bits of plaster and masonry dropping down and mud and then the sunlight streaming through and then they get the palsy guy and they lower him down. Amazing, isn't it? The palsy pals lower him down on the stretcher, slap bang in front of Mr. Big Time himself. And what does Mr. Big Time say? I don't know. What does Mr. Big Time say now, Mr. Big Time? I'm not familiar with the story. Your sins are forgiven. How about that? He was hoping for one of them miracles, and what does he get? The spirit. Your sins are forgiven. He probably would have preferred to walk. Exactly. He probably did. That's why he came, eh? That's why they came out in the hot sun, caused all that criminal damage, all that effort getting the stretcher on the roof. And what did they get? Your sins are forgiven. What a downer. That's religion for you. Ah, but then he says, just so you know I'm Mr. Big Time, get up. Take your mat and walk. And he does. He walks out the door. That's a lovely story. The thing is, Kim, that I got into this room and I was sat there playing with these shorts and all the time I knew that if the right words were said in this room, then people spoke to some people across the right tables, then I could walk out of here. You see, I don't want... Your sins are forgiven. I want walk. So, shall we talk business? Business? Go on, Robbie. That's more like it. You've caught us with our pants down, so go on. What do you want? I want my introduction. That's what I came here for tonight, and that's what I'm going to get. I want legs, Kim. I want a contract. I want to be on that screen in the stadium. I want to walk <laughs> through this neighbourhood and people peep out at me through the windows and be too afraid to speak to me. I might move to LA, get a penthouse with floor-to-ceiling windows, Ferrari, I'll date someone famous, endorse a deodorant and I'll run. I think I'll be a sprinter like you, Kim. I'll run faster than anyone because I'll train like there's a demon behind me. I'll take the repairs like a champ. I'll take the stitches like a champ. I'll take the numbness like a champ. 
And if my hamstring goes pop, or my femur snaps, or my foot comes flying off and some slack-jawed moronic fan tries to catch it as a souvenir, you know what I'll do? I'll dust myself off, smile, wave, and I'll go get a new one. And I'll train harder, because that's part of the deal, isn't it? You don't get something for nothing. You see, it isn't Jesus we're dealing with here. It's Celia Humphreys. And she does do miracles, yeah. But at a price. A price I'm willing to pay. I want my introduction. A recommendation. I want you to grovel. Grovel to Nepa. And for that, I will always remember my first coach and inspiration, the legend, the national treasure, Kim McBride. That's very kind of you. I am kind. You're a Christian, are you, Robbie? No, Kim. Irony. I've got a different offer for you. You finish up your beer, get back to your chair and go home. Go back to your family. You keep playing basketball and you get all this Nepa industry stuff out of your head. I expected this from her, Jez, but not from you. You know I'm perfect for them. Robbie, they're not interested in you. They've got athletes from all over the world queuing up. Stupidly, I tried to get you in here tonight because I thought they might splash some cash on the McBride Centre. I thought Dom might be generous. I... I didn't think we'd get the Princess Antichrist. I thought Dom might throw us some money for the running track, not sign you up for a 20 million pound operation. So do yourself a favor and piss off. It's for the best, mate. Robbie, I know how you're feeling. Do you? I know this desire. No. You did yours on purpose. I'm starting from the bottom rung. You've never been down there. I know you'll risk everything for it. But I'm begging you to let it go. They'll take everything. You're a good kid and you're a great athlete. Get the prosthetics. Stay fit. Enjoy your life. Thanks for the pep talk. Have you ever worked in a call centre? Do you know we live in a world where disabled people are practically invisible? We don't get the lives we want. Only for lack of trying. If you don't give me what I want, I'll go to the press, Kim. I'll go to Dom. Because they've still got the chance to say you've breached your contract. You'd take my legs to get yours. Because you know that's what will happen, right, Robbie? We don't get the lives we want. Robbie, listen, mate. You're a snotty kid from the estate who's had too much protein. They won't even let you in the foyer. I'll ring him. Go on, then. Sorry I couldn't persuade you. Hang on, Robbie. Don't crawl. Let me get your chair. I think we can talk this out. Find a way that works for both of us. Don't go yet. Why don't you have another beer? Uh, get off me! Get a rope! What? This is going to look great for both of you, isn't it? A rope! Get a rope! Kim! Gaffer tape! Kitchen cupboard! Is that an order? Chez, we're not going down like this. Please get the tape. Please help me. I love you, Kim. Do you? Of course I do. What's going on? Are you two getting off on this? Left-hand side, third draw down. Kim, I'll bite your ear off, you corporate slag. It's not there. Ow! Left-hand side? Yes. Sorry, right-hand side. What happened? He's gone limp. He's a sneaky bastard. But you've killed him. He's a snake. He's tactical. Always has been. Come on. You sure he's not? No. Kim? Midnight, Jez. Let him go after midnight. After 12, we... he can shout himself hoarse. Kim? Tomorrow, we can fight this. 
I've got rights, human rights. I'm protected. We can fight them in court. If he gets through to them tonight and, and they pass this off before midnight, they'll butcher me, Jez. They're vampires. You're too high profile. They can't. It's breach of contract, Jez. If they get this tonight, they'll slice me up. I can't risk that. Not for him. Two hours. That's all it is. I mean, we'll read him a story, put the telly on. We've not put up with having their teeth in us for 20 years for this, Jez. We're going to beat them. Yeah. Okay. We'll get rid of that treadmill. Why do we even have a treadmill in our front room? It's abusive. Thank you. And we can go to the spa if you want. Kim, I never. Yeah. I love you too. Help! Help! Shut up! Help! Right, back off. In the corner or I'll burn your face off. I told you he was tactical. Hi, Celia. Nice to see you again. Keep moving back in the corner. Celia, okay. You want that ad deal? Well, why don't we sit down and talk about it? Put down the pepper spray. You told me to screw myself. That was before. Before I saw you torturing a kid from your youth project. Exactly. But it's not what it looks like. No? No, it's a game. Training. It's not a game. It's not a game, is it? Why are you back in my house? I got my driver to turn around. Why? Because I want you to get on your knees and apologise. It's not a great time, Celia. For telling lies. Is this about running over that little boy? I want you to get on your knees and apologise for telling lies. You came back for that. We could have phoned. I'm sorry, Celia. Not like that. On your knees. Look, vodka. Why don't we have a shot? Ah! Give me that. I know taekwondo. Ah! Oh, thanks. Marvellous. Okay, now let's all just calm down. Celia, we've got you. And what we're going to do is, for the next two hours, we're going to all sit down, be calm, and wait for this contract to tick over. I've got a driver outside. He'll come up any minute. Not if I pop down and tell him you're staying for another drink. Jez, get the tape. Kim, you can't tie up Celia Humphreys. Jez, I love you. I know, but... We're going to win, Jez. I love you. What's the exit strategy here? We've just got to get through to midnight. You throw a bottle at me. Okay. Kim, this is how it's going to go. You come round in the morning and sign my contract. You keep your mouth shut about my business. You'll, you'll sign on that too. And then you give me the pepper spray and kiss my feet. If you do that, I'll get back in the car. I don't ring my father anymore. He rings me. This is a new time, new ways. I think we should go to the spa tomorrow, Jez. Have a lovely day. Sit in the sauna and let everything melt off us. Yeah? And then the day after, we set Nepper on fire. Kim. We'll still have the McBride Center. Robbie can show me how to use a chair. Show me how to duck, weave, pivot. No. Do you think there might be a day when the people who actually need this technology might get to use it again? When they won't be made to work till they're 85 or be under the thumb of an international corporation? I think we're done, Jez. I think I'll tell her if that's all right, Robbie. Everything from the start. It's a kind of escapism game. That's all this is. There's nothing going on here apart from some first-rate quality coaching. I can usually get out of this, no problem, but hey, I guess I'm not feeling my best. No, Robbie, we're done with that. It was all a scam, Celia, the Peak District, the car accident. Me and Jez cooked it up, worked a treat, didn't it? <laughs> well, this evening keeps getting better. So this will be the myth of Kim McBride, the wonder who breached her contract two hours before her freedom. Unless you want to save it all, stay in the nest. Come on, kiss my feet, on your belly and crawl. Last chance before I set the dogs on you. No. Oh, for the love of God, what do I have to do? I don't know, ring your lawyer. I'm sick of this evening, you... 
grumpy little needy, backbiting scorpion scuttling around thinking you're the shit. Why don't you just chill out and do as you're told? I am Celia Humphreys. So drop the can and do as I say. Take some deep breaths, Celia. You're going to be okay. Don't ever, even vaguely ever, even insinuate anything remotely like an order to me. Calm down. You're going to burn for this. We'll scalp you, Kim. We'll tear your nails out. We'll, we'll, we'll cut you up like a pig. Don't think we won't. First, this started off as a medical revolution. Funny, isn't it? That desire is like a forest fire. It grows and consumes until there's nothing left. There's nothing creative about it. It just rips through the jungle for the sake of it. Maybe it's a necessary force, but eventually it burns out. Your company, your name, your medals. And what comes after that's creative. I'll meet you and we'll have it all out in the courts, on the streets, online, at the bottom of the ocean, in space. It's your choice. If we're gods, Celia, then I'll give you a battle that will echo through time. If Dom decides it's war, then it's war. I'll bring down Nepa with or without legs. Obviously, I've been recording all this, so ring your lawyer. You're right. I think this is a new time, new opportunity. <laughs> it's your call. The Broken Crab starred Julia Bisbee as Kim, Ian Champion as Jez, Callum Mardy as Robbie, and Louise Calf as Celia. It was written and directed by Joe Skelton and produced by Hannah Garaya. Sound engineer, Paul Tufts. The music was by Owen Lovelace. The story was inspired by the research of Dr. Sam Pashnatala. If you enjoyed the play and want to discuss these themes further, Sam will be taking part in a live Q&A session. The Q&A will be hosted by the writer, Joe Skelton, on Thursday, September 24th, as part of the Festival of the Mind. They will be discussing the ethical issues surrounding tissue engineering and human enhancement that have been raised by the story. If you'd like to submit a question, these can be submitted via Twitter to at DrSamPT, at DrSamPT. Additional details are available on the Festival of the Mind website. Thank you for listening. If you like this episode, please subscribe. We'll be publishing episodes every day of the festival. We'd love to hear your thoughts and responses on social media. Find us on Twitter at Festival Mind and at facebook.com forward slash Festival of the Mind. Oh.